Hello and welcome to the Norwegian edition of the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Slick Tibet and join me for this latest edition of the Norwegian Football Podcast. I've Greg Browning and all the way from Norway, David Weatherston. How's it going, guys? Good evening. Good, thank you. Good. Good evening. Yeah, going well, thank you. Good apologies if I sound a little bit rough today. Um, Greg and I had quite a busy day yesterday, Greg. We did. We were uh, fortunate to be guests at uh, Perth Racecourse. So you and I had a, a good a good drink. Yeah, now that we've... <laughs> is that us fulfilled our contract with Perth Racecourse for yes, our, <laughs> for our <laughs> mention on the <laughs> podcast? <next> year. <laughs> Until next year, yeah. Uh, lovely day, so thanks to the guys there at Perth and the guys at Frame PR. Thank you very much. Uh, but we're here to talk about the Norwegian football and we'll, I'm sure we'll get through it. Greg, the hangover's abated a little bit. Um, this time in the afternoon, so uh, look forward to the games in Norway this weekend. David, we'll rely on you to fill us in, I guess, and where things are at. We've now had three weeks of the season, uh, quite a few late goals last weekend. Uh, yeah, did we? Um, <laughs> <laughs> By my reckoning, there was three after the 95th minute or later. <laughs> yeah, so uh, quite a lot. the games were um, mostly on Easter Monday. In fact, all of them are on Easter Monday. Um, all eight games took place then, and uh, I mean, I guess the big, the big winners were Bode Glimt, um, freshly out of Europe, ready to go in the league. Uh, they smashed up uh, Volarenga by five goals to one. It was smashed up. I'll write that one down, David. Smashed up. Five 0 <laughs> uh, with yeah, Volarenga got a late penalty to to put them on the score sheet, but yeah. Um, just really impressive display um, and it came off the back of um, Molde losing a late goal as you say, uh, they lost 2-1 at home to Lillestrøm, that was a 98th minute goal I think uh, Viking Fasc- also Fasc- sorry, dropped did, Sorry David, I was just going to say fascinated to see the goal scorer, a certain Holmberg Fred Jonsson, once, yes. once of Celtic uh, Yes and also of Ollison they yeah, had a really it's... good spell at Ollison a couple of years ago um, yeah. Just when we started the podcast, actually, was it start of last season? Uh, got a move off the back of it, but he's back. Uh, yes, so home bit free Johnson. 98th minute that was. Uh, Viking themselves uh, uh, lost a late goal. That was a 95th minute winner for Odd. Um, uh, 2 1 as well. Uh, there was also a late goal. I think Ollison scored a late goal. Uh, sorry, Tromsø scored a late goal in, at Ollison. For a two-point yeah. Uh, yeah, so so there was quite a few late goals. Um, two teams, Haugesund and Christiansund, still stuck on zero points after three games. So uh, a bad bad start to the season for the Sunds, shall we say? I think we're going to be speaking quite a lot about the Sunds. I think <laughs> I think you especially we when we started the podcast this season. I think you were of the opinion that Haugesund were going to struggle this season. I was all aboard your thoughts, and it's turned out very well so far for backers against Haugesund. Yeah, and um, in the first two games, they were really, really poor. And by all accounts, uh, Trim's gods were equally poor um, on Monday night. But uh, yeah, Trim's gods got a relatively late winner, 1 0, in a pretty scrappy game. So uh, yeah, Haugesund are really struggling. Christiansund as well, I think they've punched above the weight for quite a few years now. I think last year they finished sixth. Um, I, I said before the season in my blog, I think that I thought they would struggle this year a bit in terms of not finishing in the top half. I think I thought they would finish ninth. 
Uh, and yeah, they started quite poorly as well. They're looking looking pretty weak up front. Missed a penalty um, away at Yav on uh, Monday and lost 1-0 to Yav, the second home win of the season. 2-1-0 uh, was on that horrible pitch. Yeah, to- yeah, and the pitch is looking better than I thought it would, but um, it's still not great. But yeah, two horrible 1-0s. Um, just, just not a nice place to go. I thought that might be the case, and so far it's proved. And Greg, from a betting point of view, it's quite a successful weekend, especially in the Oberstligen. Yeah, it's been a great start to the season. Obviously, we've picked up Norway. Um, this is our third season back in the Norwegian leagues. Our third season having David joining us, which is great. And you know, you always worry in the opening weeks how things are going to pan out. But I have to say, it's been a terrific start. I think five of our main six bets have landed. We had a really good weekend in the Elite Azerian. We had a great weekend in the Oberstliga on Tuesday as well. So I think we had two winners on Monday. That was Volerenga to to win and score two. And I think we also had a corners double. Estrom's God set to get four corners. They got six, I think. And Lowestrom at Molda. Um, they hit some good numbers there as well. And I guess in the Oberstliga as well, just probably echo what I'll say every week in terms of the Oberstliga. It's going to be great for goals. This week we had 25 goals scored, 13 or 14 teams scored. All seven matches saw over 1.5 match goals. It paid 3-1. to one. We were just one goal short, actually, from over 2.5 match goals in all seven games. That paid 35-1. to one. And a Greg special landed. Unfortunately, I didn't put it on the channel as a, as a posted tip. That's one of those ones. We never put it up, it never lands. But I encourage everyone <laughs> to back that market every week. And that is the goal before 30 minutes. It appears in play on Bet365. Um, they offered six of the seven games a goal in the first half an hour. And that was the case when Bran scored a lovely goal in 29th minute and 24th second. <laughs> and then backed up with a 95th minute win. He did. To get you there. <laughs> he brought to the treble. So that was a Bran, Myondal and Sondal treble paid 3-1. to one. And to be fair, I did highlight Sundays as well to win. Um, they won very comfortably 4-1. So that probably would have paid about 10-1 to one, that treble, that, that fourfold. So yeah, a very good start to the season so far. Yeah, Bran have been very good to us already this season. I think they'll feature quite a lot this season, won't they? Absolutely, yeah. I think we've I think we're all aboard the brand train, fully expecting them to be probably right up there, first and second throughout the whole season. They're already setting the pace at the moment. Um but it's gonna be a fascinating season and I'm I'm probably just excited about the Obus League as I'm the Elite Azerian. And <laughs> got some two great leagues to keep us busy through the kind of quieter um summer months in terms of what else is on. I saw a, a tweet actually somebody put out, and it wasn't you, and they didn't trademark you either. They said, "Oh, what a league!" And they put, posted their their uh, goal before thirty minutes for every game uh, on Tuesday, and I thought it was uh, out of order. They never chat with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you've got that copyrighted, Greg, somewhere. Have you? <laughs> well, it's a Greg Peter and Bet. Get on to your lawyers. <laughs> uh, okay, so this weekend we've got a full card in Elite Searing and a full card in Oberstliegen. Games are spread over Saturday and Sunday in Elite Searing. So we'll have a look at them first. Before we get started tonight, David, uh, Glimt and Viking play in the Cup ahead of playing yeah. each other again on Sunday. Yeah, so Cup semi-final. Um, Molde waiting in the final for the winners. Um, it's in Stavanger. Eh, no, actually it's in, uh, it's in Bode. Um, uh, on tonight, and then it's Stavanger in the league on uh, Sunday. 
Um, yeah, so it should be a really good game. I think everybody was a bit surprised we King lost at the weekend, but um, probably the two most attacking teams in Norway. Um, expecting goals, expecting plenty of attacking action, and uh, yeah, yeah, looking forward to watching it. Yeah, I've kind of got on my own notes just the number of goals that have been scored in this fixture um, in the past few games as well. So maybe touch on that as we get to towards that game, Sunday's game. Um, mm-hmm. How do you think tonight's is going to go? Yeah, I think uh, I just believe looked absolutely fantastic on uh, Monday night against Volerenga. Um I just I find it hard to see them getting beat at home. Um, they might lose the odd game this season. But from everything I've seen so far, although it's only been three games in the league, I find it hard to look past them uh, for the for the third year in a row. Yeah, how was their exit from Europe? Greeted, I take it there was some reflection on how well they had done. Yeah, the I mean a bit of bad blood, but to be honest, it was it was all positive. It was all about um, the journey, how many games they've played since they started out last July, and just what an amazing experience it's been for them and the players. Um, I, th- I think um, Roma were extremely bad losers when they came to Boda and it, even worse winners, I think, in Rome. Um, I don't think, I mean, probably not surprised given who their manager is. <laughs> um, but yeah, just really all positive about uh, the journey more than anything. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Uh, getting as far as they did into the competition. Um, just a pity that they, they came up short against The, the first Norwegian team ever to win a game in a quarterfinal, obviously they didn't qualify, but to win a to win a, a game in a European quarterfinal, uh, so first ever team from Norway to do it. Yeah, still writing their own page in the history, yeah. certainly. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we'll have a, a look at uh, Saturday's games, Greg. First one you want to have a look at is from Squad Set v Sandyfjord. Yeah, so it's been a good start in terms of backing some Squad Set matches. They brought in corners for us at home to Molda, uh, match day two. And we had them again on the corners front at Haugesund on Monday. They were 19 to 10 to win that match, which I think I highlighted in the channel, which is probably quite a decent price given how Haugesund have started the season. But they're back at home and they're playing a Sandyfield side who I guess were royally beaten 3-0 by Hamcam on, on Monday. Uh, I think we tipped over 2.5 match goals on, in that match. Didn't expect Hamcam to score all three, to be fair. Uh, I thought Sandy Fjord might have got, got on the score sheet. Uh, but a great win for Hamcam, who we'll touch upon later on. But in terms of this match itself, um, it's a colossal match here in terms of corners. Uh, I know it's only match day four, but looking through both sides, Strom's Godset have hit 22 corners now in their um, three matches. So hitting just over seven corners per match. They've hit nine, eight and five. Their three games have seen 11, 16 and 12 total corners. They're at home, fully expecting them to rack up some numbers here. And Sandyfjord, well, they've had 18, 11 and 18 match corners in their three games. Um, 7-4, 7-4, 5-4 and 11 against, 4 against and 13 against. Now, those games were against Haugesund away and um, I think Hamcam, yeah, Hamcam away, 13. So every every chance here, Storm's Godset could rack up some decent numbers here. But I do like the look of match corners. And we're getting, well, we were getting 11 to 10 on over 10.5 match corners. And I don't think that'll be far away. 
Yeah, it's fascinating. We're only three games into the, the season already, but there's already patterns emerging in terms of corners. And the, the one that's sticking out like a sore thumb is Odd, who have only recorded eight corners in their three games, compared to the likes of Haugus and Strom scored set Viking, who've uh, already racked up 22. Yeah, I think Haugus are leading the way, actually, in terms of uh, team corners, despite being bottom of the league. So that's a great early kind of identifier. I think we've done a lot of great work in Belarus with that, um, with a couple of teams who were kind of struggling at the bottom end of the table, yeah. playing some of the better sides, 8-1, to 9-1 to, to win the match, and the biggest automatically place them on a really low corner line. Yeah. So hopefully that will happen again this season in Norway. And the good news for anyone listening to the podcast is that Bet365 seem to be a bit more on the ball and offer markets for us here as well. Oh, it's sensational, because I think corner markets are going to be a real staple part of what we post on the channel and recording the podcast this season. Only bet, only Skybet were really offering corner markets last season and we all know the rule of Skybet. The minute a penny gets put on any market <laughs> on Skybet, it gets slashed within about three or four seconds. So Bet365 usually hold up pretty well. So yeah, fantastic from Bet365. So well done to them. Um, we, we get full bet builders now with, with Bet365 and we're also getting obviously um, full markets on team corners which is great. Yeah, lovely stuff. David, just reverting back to that odd odd, yeah. odd start. <laughs> uh, two wins from the three games but only yeah. eight corners. Have you managed to watch odd at all? Is there a certain style of play that's yeah, you know, reflected uh, in those stats? New manager um, for this season seems to be a little bit more defensive um, on the just, just seems a little bit tighter at the back, not quite um, getting their full-backs as far forward as usual, but um, I think a lot of their play goes through the middle because their three, sort of three cent- or their two central midfielders are probably their two most creative players, so I don't know if there's maybe something in that, mm-hmm. um, why it's not been so many, but yeah, I think they look pretty decent odd. Um, I'd imagine they'll start hitting a few more corners than sort of two per game, but um yeah, maybe there's something in the fact that the most creative players are all in the middle. Yeah, an interesting one to keep an eye out for. Uh, we'll have a look at the next uh, games on, on Sunday. Uh, Wheelerstrom v Haugesson. Wheelerstrom, on my table, they're, they're top of the table, though. Uh, I think they're the same points and same goal differences as Glimt. Uh, I'm just looking at another table here, and they've got Glimt at the top by virtue of having scored more goals. But a great start to the season for Wheelerstrom. Yeah, uh, really, really good. And obviously, going to Molda. Um, and winning was yeah. pretty impressive. I think the first half of the season, the first half of the first game of the season, they were absolutely shocking. They went two 0 down to promoted Hamcam. Looked as if they were <laughs> looked as if they were miles off the pace. And then the second half of that game, they came back, got a two two draw. And then uh, yeah, last week they hammered Yav four 0 I think it was at home. Really, really comfortable win. And then this week, yeah, I, I thought they would give Molda a good game. Um, it was a pretty even game, wasn't a lot in it, and then a late well, 98th minute set piece for uh, Lee Listerum, um took the win. They scored quite a few, quite a lot of goals from set pieces this year already. Um, both goals at the weekend from against Molde were from set pieces. Um, there was at least a couple against Yarv, and um, yeah, interesting to keep keep your eye on that. I think yeah. they'll be getting a lot of corners. They play with a lot of width. Wingbacks get high up. They've got two. Uh, or two wingers as well. I think uh, putting a lot of crosses, so that's one one to keep an eye on for for corners as well. I think Lee Listerum. 
Yeah, and this weekend, Greg, it's kind of top B bottom clash. They're at home to Haugesund, who've already talked down plenty on the podcast already this season. Uh, Will Strom, 13 to 20 to win, but you've managed to find a way to get some even money out of the game. Yeah, I think the 8 to 13 is a very good price, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, especially when you look at some of the prices you're going to get. I, I thought they'd be a little bit shorter than that, Lowestrom. But it does do, though. It allows us to play into the hands of the old bet builder in terms of Lowestrom to win the match and over 1.5 match goals. That pays even money. And when you look at Haugesson's start to the season, played three, lost three. They're playing, as David said, a really, really good Lowestrom team. Start the season really, really well. They're at home. They beat Year 4 0 here. Um, match day two, fully expecting Lowestrom to win this match. Or you can go in with Lowestrom to win the match and four Lowestrom corners, and that pays 10 to 11. So it's hard to make a case here for Haugesund. Stranger things have happened, especially when it comes to top or joint top playing bottom. But I think Lowestrom look a pretty solid bet on, on Sunday. Yeah, I don't suppose you'd talk anyone out of adding them to your ACA, would you? No, absolutely. I think um, I would definitely have Lowestrom on, on, on the ACA. I yeah. think it's hard to make a case against them. Yeah. Uh, I think it was David there, you mentioned Hamcam. I've got a feeling Hamcam might become my favourite team this season. I don't know why. Uh, but <laughs> because away, you can pronounce the name. Maybe. Yeah, it just rolls off the tongue. Uh, so they're away to Christensen. Uh, Christensen, three defeats from three. David, is Hamcam at five to two a bit of value this weekend? Yeah, uh, it is. It is. I think um, Christensen have just looked really, really poor so far this season. I think a lot. I, I said it a lot last year. I don't know if you, you remember back. They were they were outperforming massively their uh, XG last year in terms of conceding goals and scoring goals. Um, they just seem to be sneaking results. Um, and. Possibly it's gone back to, or it's come to an end. And, and so far this year, they've just they've just not looked at it. Um, defensively, really poor. I think they've conceded uh, they've conceded in all three games so far. Um, beaten twice, one 0 away from home at all in the year to the promoted teams. Um, beaten at home to Sarpsborg three two. Um, last year at home they were really good, really solid. Didn't lose many goals. So. I think Hamcam, who have come up, um, just look look like a really exciting team this year. Hamcam last year were very defensive, built their sort of success on counterattacks and just containing. Um, but their manager went to Rosenborg, and now that's what Rosenborg are trying to do: uh, play the boring style football. And Hamcam just seem to have been a, a bit um, sort of released. Um, Christian Eriksen, Jonas Enkerud, just kind of playing in the hole whatever they want and it's it's good to watch I think Hamcam uh, could be a good team to watch this year and I definitely can see them scoring in Christensen at the weekend who um, yeah are not looking not looking too clever in attack so that values certainly certainly can't be having Christensen at 20 to 21 but that's the a mile to be looking through the fixtures this weekend. There's absolutely yeah. no way Christensen should be 20 to 21 given their start. No, it's, it's based on last year. They've played, I would say in paper, it's been a pretty kind set of fixtures for Christiansund. Yeah, one of the easiest. Probably the best you could ask for in terms of who they've played. Um, Hamcam, however, have obviously drawn at home to the Lustrum in that great, great, great first half. Uh, 2-1 defeat. At Tromso and obviously they they really 
comfortably beat Sandefjord Sandefjord 3-0 last week. So 10 goals in their three matches so far. Scoring goals, Ham Cam. Um, Very good chance we'll see goals again this weekend. But yeah, the 5-2 is definitely a value bet in this match. Yeah, also like you look at 74 for Ham Cam to score two or more as well. Just as an alternative way to tackle that one. Okay, um, David, you've also got uh, your eye on goals in the drums of the Saps board game as well. Yeah, um, I thought about the start of the season that I thought Sarpsborg would play a little bit more attacking this year. Um, and in the last pod that we did, which was for game week uh, two, I had Tromsø and Hamcam, uh, both teams to score in a game Tromsø 1-2-1. Um, so Tromsø, home to Sarpsborg. Um, I looked at the both teams to score market in this one and it was uh, 45. But the Asian goal market or Asian goal line over is set at um, 2.0, 2.5 and yeah, I can definitely see goals goals in this game, I think Sarpsborg uh, will go and try and attack Tromsø, I don't see them sitting back, as I said, they went to Christian soon, the 1-3-2 um, they did, their home game so far have been a little bit disappointing, but it's been against Rosenborg, who who, as I said, have got a new manager and sit tight, keep it tight. Uh, and the other one was against Viking. So two tough home games, in fairness. Um, I think what we saw away from home is more like them. Tromsø so far have scored uh, two in each of the last two games, uh, conceded five in their three games so far. Um, I just think the goal line set too low and I'm happy, happy to take it on. Yeah, so that's uh, one point eight two five. Yeah, one point eight two five. Sorry, and the yeah over two point oh two point five Asian goal line. Yeah, so just a shade over forty five for that one. Uh, another game we're going to have a look at is Wolleringa at home to Jerv. Jerv or Jerv? Is that? Jerv. Yeah. It's been a tough start for Wolleringa. Um, both Bodo and Molda to play in their first three games, which both they lost. Uh, although they did win against Haugesund, um, so they're sitting in three points at the moment. But um, yeah, on the other hand, must be delighted with two wins from their first three games. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely delighted. I don't think they could have expected any better. Um, I think what we saw, and I think I wrote about it in my blog, I thought that they would, at home, they might might be tough to beat just because of the, the surroundings, the pitch, and just everything about the club. It's not a big club. Um, um, but away from home, I thought they would really, really struggle and get well beat by teams. Um, so far, they've been, yeah, as you said, hammered by Lee Lister and 4 0 and two two one nil home wins. So as as it's going just now it looks um looks that way. And uh, going to Volleringa who hammered off Glimt and need to need to bounce back. Um I, I think I can see Volleringa winning this one pretty comfortably. And they're very short price, one point three uh to win. And actually when I looked at it earlier, um it was five to four for them to score in both halves, which I really liked. It's dropped now to even money um, for them to score in both halves, but I still really like that. And it's one of my, one of my, uh, I'm going to be doing a, a Div McDonald 30, <laughs> 35, it's going to be 35 to 1, but over 30 to 1. The two of us, the three of us, Acker. we're going to have to try he's and find going on about something. these 30 to 1s for about <laughs> well, how many weeks now? And he's had one. But yeah, this time, um, that, for, for the Norwegian pod, I'm going to be bringing out a hero. Aka every week, and this is going to be in it. Volleringa uh, to score in both halves. 
good. We'll, we'll cover that at the end of the, the podcast. I can't wait. <laughs> get my quid on it at the weekend. Um, Greg, any thoughts on this one from you? Probably similar to David. I backed uh, Vollering last weekend to take care of Haugesson's winning score two. I must admit, I, it's a terrible price. It's an absolutely shambolic price, given Yerv have now picked up two wins out of three. That win for them last week, I wouldn't say it puts me off back in Vauray because they're at home, but it's probably, given the price for Vauray, it probably makes it quite an easy decision for me to leave it. But saying that, though, it's, it's probably not the worst double in the world, Vauray and the Worcestershire double. Uh, two teams at home, pays 11 to 10. Uh, but I'm, I'm actually quite fascinated to see how Yerv do here because, as David said, it could very well be that they pick up most of the points at home. Mm-hmm. So we get to see how they got on the road here against a club who you'd expect should be beating Yerv at home. Okay. So for you, David, it's Volarenga to score in both halves, which has kind of been backed in a wee bit to even money. Yeah. Okay. And there's a couple of games, really good games to look forward to to, to close off the weekend in the latest year. And we've already touched on Gleamt v Viking tonight. They also play on Sunday. Um, and as you say, David, a really good start to the season for Gleamt. Uh, and I, I know that they've already had six different goal scorers, which kind of takes us back a couple of seasons, doesn't it, when they had goals from everywhere on the pitch? Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh... I mean, the the first game of the season, uh, Rosenborg came up and just sat in a very defensive sort of five, th- five three two type thing. Um, didn't and and Gleam still scored two past them, but uh, lost a couple of goals, so they dropped dropped a couple of points in the first day. But since then, yeah, they beat Sandfjord away, and then last week they were or Monday night there they were fantastic against Vålerenga, and uh, now that they've got Europe out of the way. Um, they can sort of concentrate in the league for a couple of months until uh, until the new European season comes around. Um, I just think this game against Viking is just it stands out as, as the game of the weekend for me. Rosenborg play Molde as well, which is another cracking game. But Viking Gleamt, I think it's the two best teams at the moment um, in the league, and I think it's just the two most attacking teams as well. So I was a little bit surprised to see the corner market was set. At, um, over 10 um, for this game. But over 10 and a half Asian corners is 1.925. Um, Gleamt, uh, sorry, Viking are one of the teams who we talked about having had 22 corners so far in their three games. Mm-hmm. So yeah, on that note, uh, David, I was a bit disappointed to see the price of Viking corners in this match. You need them to get six for 11 to 10. Yeah. I, I thought mean, it was a big line. Yeah. But uh, the, the match corner is over 10 and a half. I just think, I think they'll both contribute. Viking have 22 so far. Gleamt have 18. Um, I think uh, looking at sort of Gleamt's games, it's been 11, 10 and 9 so far. But Viking's, Viking's games have been 16. 16 um, hold on, am I have been drinking? Yeah, I have been. 10, sorry, 10, 11 and 12. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I just think, but I just think between the two of them, uh, two attacking teams. I think they'll, I think they'll probably both get well over five, and uh, it should be. Yeah, I think, I think what I will do is I'll have a look at tonight's games, uh, tonight's game in the cup, see how that looks, and if that goes over ten and a half, I'll be very much on on board with this. I'm going to set you up nicely, David, for the next match we cover in the Obers League in the uh, Brands home match. But in terms of this match, over. 2.5 goals is obviously quite short at 3-5, but a market that I think will probably do quite a lot this season, and it's a market that I've been backing quite a lot in Scotland, is the Asian goal line. 
So you're getting the Asian goal line over 3.0 goals at just a shade below evens. So money back if there's three goals and even money if there's four. So that's a market I think we'll probably be doing quite a lot this season. Yeah, just on that goals market for this particular game, there's been 27 goals scored in the last six meetings, so averaging 4.5 goals yeah. per game in this fixture. Not a surprise. Over three, over three and a half goals is 11 to eight, uh, which is quite appealing, but also appealing yeah. is the, the five to six on over two and a half and both teams to score. Yeah. Claim to have yet to keep a clean sheet in their three games. Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't, I don't, neither of these teams will sit back. They can one of the only teams really that press Bodo Glimps, and especially at home, um, they'll be out to get them. I think on that note then, David, as well, probably for this match, there's probably quite a good case to say there could be a, a bet builder on match corners and match goals. Yeah, So definitely. again, another angle to look at. OK, David, you mentioned the fact that the last game of the weekend in the week of season is Rosenborg v Mulder. Uh, it's always a tough fixture, this one, for Mulder. They looked so that I think they needed two late goals last season away to Rosenborg to win the three points. Um, Rosenborg have won three of the last five meetings between the two, uh, uh, Rosenborg and Tron team. Uh, how's this one going to go? Yeah, it's an interesting one because both these teams obviously... Uh, both these teams drop points on Monday. Uh, both these teams have switched to a back three this season, um, and it's, it's not looked great to be honest. I think Rosenborg have looked solid, um, but they just haven't been creating many good good chances. Uh, Molde, is an interesting one. Like I always feel like they're just ready to take the next step and look like the best team in the league, but then they disappoint. Uh, and again against Leverstrom, was just a little bit disappointed with uh, with how they played. Um, I can see this one being a draw. To be honest, to sit in the fence, I think um, last year, as far as I remember, I think Rosenborg dominated, and then Molde hit them with two late goals and really sucker punched them. Um, I, I don't think it will be as open this year. It was three two, wasn't it uh, last year? Um, I don't think it will be as open. I think I definitely expect sort of. Maybe a 1-1. Um, this and, could be a uh, podcast first, David. A Norwegian podcast first where we're going to tip a draw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I just think, um, yeah, neither of them really impressed massively this over this year. And I just think, and uh, at Lerkendal, yeah, it should be a good crowd. I mean, it's a big, it's, it's big, it's as local a derby as you'll get in Elite Syrian for Rosenborg, really. Um, these two don't like each other. And I mean, the last, Sort of, I think it's the last 15 years they've won something like 10 titles between them. Um, so they are like the two strongest teams in the last sort of 15 years. But I think, um, yeah, I think this this one's looking like a draw for me. And that defeat to Lillestrom last weekend puts Smold under a wee bit of pressure. The last thing they want to do is to be falling four points behind Clint yeah. at this stage of the season already. Exactly, yeah, and and it's something that they they, they managed to keep pace with Glimt a little bit last year, yeah. uh, before falling away at the end. But uh, yeah, absolutely, I, I think if Glimt get out to the Leeds, they're very very hard to catch. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to touch on in the Leeds season before we move to the Oldest League? Uh, no, I think we're good. Okay. The main event, Greg, Oldest League. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly wasn't Tuesday anyway. That's for sure. Yeah, so there's uh, a full card that's spread over Saturday, Sunday and Monday this week. Uh, so we've got a few, few games we're going to have a look at. 
Um, I'll let you take the lead, David. Um, one of the games that both you and Greg had highlighted on our, our chat was uh, the Brand B Songdale game on Saturday. Yeah, um, yeah, and Bran talked about them. They are looking like they're too good for this level, um, I think, uh, against Shade on uh, Tuesday. They, to be fair, they got a little bit of a scare, but what a support they had. They had a crack, great backing from uh, the Bran fans um, coming over to Shade, and, uh, and they got rewarded with a 96-minute winner. Um, I think he messaged me, David, saying there were scenes in the away end. Yes, there he was. the scenes in my kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, it, was really, it was really good to see. It's just something that I always like seeing, no matter who it is, really, to be honest. Um, I just think, Bran, they come into this season, obviously, off the back of a disappointing season last year and off the back of that playoff defeat, which was just ridiculous to Yerf and penalties after a 4-4 draw. Um, so far, they've won 4-0 away at Anheim and they've won 3-2 away at Scheid. Uh, disappointing against Osana, really. Uh, a 1-1 draw. I was just to say that, David. That Osana match, obviously, they've been very poor this season. Yeah. And obviously, it's only one match they played at home. But it'd be interesting to see yeah. if they can cope with the pressure of playing at home and expecting to steamroll teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is definitely something to keep your eye on. I think, um, I think they'll do okay. I think they'll be fine. I think the support seems to be behind them. Um, it doesn't seem to be too much bad sort of bad blood being left from last year. Um, I think they're just keen to get get on, a, enjoy their season, and, and get back into the top flight. Um, so this weekend they're at home to Songdal, who have started the season well. Um, they've won. They beat Brina two two one on Tuesday. They were two 0 up against ten men Brina and lost a goal and they were hanging on a bit at the end, which is a bit strange. Um, they also beat Ralfos two 0 at home, which was a good result and a decent result away at Stabak, a 0 0 draw. But that pitch at Stabak was really really bad. Um, didn't help the game at all. It was very dry. It was bumpy. Um, typical sort of April Norway pitch. But um. Going to Bran, I just think I just think we can back Bran for goals all season long. Um, so over 3.0 in the Asian market, as Greg was talking about previously, money back if it's three goals, um, winner if it's uh, more than three goals. Just bet the evens uh, for, for that on the over 3.0. And yeah, I just think it's going to be worth backing pretty much all season for the brand games because I think there's going to be a lot of goals. They're just going to attack, attack, attack for uh, for 90 minutes. And a lot of corners too. I think they hit double yes, figures. Loads. Um, and they're dangerous from corners as well. They've got a lot of height. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, I think we'll try and get on the brand goals while we can because it's probably going to end up the way that, that Gwent did and the prices, <laughs> yeah. are, prices are going to disappear pretty quickly. That, that's true. Yeah. Okay, one game that both of you are quite keen to have a chat, and I think it might be a wee difference of opinion here, is Monday's game, Stabag against Sandnes, who are leading the way with three wins from three, Greg? Yeah, so I can look at this quite crudely. Um, obviously, David's a lot closer to the, the goings-on in Norwegian than I am, but it's been a terrific start for Sandnes. They were overpriced on Tuesday, I felt. Uh, I think they were just a shade above evens to win on, on Tuesday. They won that match very, very comfortably 4-1 and they have a 100% record so far moving into match day four. So they travel to Stabak on, on Monday, sorry, 
And it will be a tough game. There's no doubt about that. Stavak have had a very good start to the season too. Two wins and a draw. But I still can't quite get my head around how Sundays can be 10-3 to and Stavak can be as short as 8-13. to So, David, over to you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, as you say, it's been an excellent start for Sandnes. Um I, th- I think a lot of people tipped them sort of the top top four, top five this year. Um, Should we give them their full title? Um, I know, I, I know yes. Paul, you don't like giving teams their full title. After what happened to the I'll give them the whole Ulf uh, from now on. Well, Wolf is Wolf, so it's the Sandnes Wolves. Sandnes Wolf, there you uh, go. Um, so, yeah, um, they beat Berina first game of the season. Berina, probably relegation favourites, I would say, this year. They went to Shuras Blink, beat them 2-1, but they had uh, Shuras Blink um, better knocking in that game, and also they were down to 10 men for a fair, for, I think, I think more than half of it. Uh, and then Kongsfinger, um after that, Kongsfinger are newly promoted. Um, so yeah, I think they've had an easy start, but not to take too much away from them. I, I do think I do still think they'll finish in that top six and be up for promotion playoffs, potentially even uh, challenging for that second spot. Um, but Stabak, um, I, I just think Stabak have have got they've been relegated, but they've not really lost anyone. Um, they seem to be in a decent position. They won their first game at Shide 3 2, uh, drew it home to Songdao, but then last time out they hammered Osana on Tuesday night 4 0 um, at Osana. So just looked just looked really good. And they've got some really good attacking players. Uh, Oliver Edwards and Cornelius Norman Hansen are probably two of the best uh, attacking players in the league. And I can see them, along with Bran, being the top two this year. So that, that would be. My reasoning for not backing that ten to three, but uh, yeah, I, I could see why the prices uh, should be a little bit lower, but I can understand why the Stabacker is uh, odds on. And over two point five goals in this game, pays four to six, so yeah. you're actually getting what seventeen to twenty on over two and a half and three match goals. So every three match goals scored, you get half your state back. Um, and 17 to 20 if there's four and I think the Obus League already this season has already proven there's going to be goals you're going to yeah. probably get every match day you're going to get out of the eight fixtures you're going to get at least three or four of those matches that go over 3.5 Yeah, um, it's very early on in the season but it's been a great league so far in terms of goals and I probably wouldn't uh, back against goals here either Yeah, yeah. and on Monday Monday Greg there's five games kicking off at 5pm yeah, so quite simply, back all five, a goal in the first 10 minutes. On that note, that landed once last season. Um, going the first 10 minutes in all five games. I think we got £1,200 back for the fiver that we put on. Obviously, that's, that's not a bet I put points against. Um, if I had, I'd be dining off that for months to come. <laughs> um, but it's a bet to do every week. And as last season's proven already, back it every week it's going to land at some point and it's a, it's a massive massive return so that and also a goal in the first 30 minutes um, Anything else in Obus Ligan? Yeah it was just on the uh, uh, start uh, I think um, they they were one of the teams that hammered Osana earlier uh, at the start of the season I think they won 6-1 um, they're playing at home to Shade uh, this week and Shade I think maybe. I think they could be the ones who 
who are going to be giving up all the goals this year. So, starter, two, uh, a Bode Gloom special, 2.25 to score in both halves. Uh, start at home to Shide, and I th- yeah, I really like that price, considering who they're up against, and Shide have been conceding goals so far this season. I think they've conceded... Um, seven already in their three games including three twice against uh, Stavak and Baran so yeah I think that looks like a good price Yeah I think as, as well on that one David uh, a bit more special uh, start to win the match and two match goals Yeah, P's 20 to 23 and yeah, incredibly Betis is five are offering early payout on both Norwegian leagues this season oh, wow. so if a team go 2-0 up you are weighed in Nice which is great. Yeah, that always helps. That's that's a great shout, especially when there are so many goals in the in the league. Yep. That always helps. Okay, um, David, do you have your hero accumulator? The hero. <laughs> Coming in at 35 to 1 this week. Oh, sensational. Uh, right, so first, <laughs> I'm not going to give you any explanation why I'm picking them. I'm just going to pick them. <laughs> yep. Uh, Wallering had to score in both halves against Yav. Uh, over two and a half goals in the Lelestrum Haugesund game. Uh, over 10.5 corners in the Christian Sundham Cam game. Both teams to score in the Viking Bodeglimt game. And then uh, just to rack the price up, I quite like the price of Sarpsborg away at Tromsø this weekend. So that's covered out just, just under 35 to 1. Can you please put that on your Twitter feed? Put that on my Twitter feed. <laughs> because that's a lot for people to jot down while they're listening to the podcast. But if right. you just put a wee note on the Twitter feed, that'd be great. David, right, okay. being the professional that I am, mate, I will also do that for you too. I'll take a note right, of them okay. and I'll tweet them out too. Yeah, good Lovely. stuff. Uh, okay, uh, Greg, can you give, just give us a re- recap of your bets and then, David, if you can do the same, yeah. please. Yeah, so in terms of the Obus League, and those will be bets that I'll share on the channel before uh, Monday. So I'll probably share them over the weekend. But before then, uh, we've got Elite Serie in action, so I'll be taking over 10.5 match corners between the Storm's Godset and Haugesund. That was 11 to 10 with Skybet, and I think it's now been backed into 10 to 11, and that's still best price. Um, and I'm also taking Lomostrom to win, and there to be two match goals in their match. In fact, I think I've said. Strom's God say up in Haugesund, that's not the case. Yeah. Sandy Sandy Just Sandy testing Sandy. out, well done, well done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it's Lillestrom at home to Haugesund on, on Saturday and taking Lillestrom to score two, sorry, Lillestrom to win the match and there to be two match goals. And that pays... Even money. Even money, spot on. Yes. David? Yeah, uh, in the latest season on Sunday, um, Trump service Arpsborg over two and Two and a half goals on the Asian line. That pays 1.825. Uh, Viking versus Glimt also on Sunday. That's over 10 and a half Asian corners. Uh, that pays 1.925. Uh, down to the Oberstligen on Monday. No, Saturday. Sorry. Uh, Brand v Songdal on Saturday. Uh, that's over 3.0 on the Asian goal line. 2.025. And... On Monday, EK start versus Shade to start to score in both halves, and that's 2.25. Um, yeah, and that's my four for this week. And your Hollywood. Um, Hollywood Acker. Lovely. Yeah, which you'll be able to get on David's Twitter feed, which is at T. Weatherston. 
11. And don't forget, David's also got his blog where he writes about the Norwegian game. That's at davidwellersonfootball.com. Greg is also on Twitter, obviously. He's at browning84greg. And if you want to join Greg's private Telegram channel, then all the details are there on his Twitter feed. And that's us for this weekend's edition of the Norwegian Betting Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. And best of luck with your bets this weekend. Thank you. Good luck. Cheers, guys.